0: hello and welcome back to lxp let's talk solstice 2022 if you're listening to this on youtube or through your podcast listening service check me out on twitch we do all these streams live we try to do them once a week we have a live q a right after the discussion so be sure to check it out link in the description below the event card is like the kind of point of contention that i've seen a lot online people are like i don't want to spend the money on this it kind of feels useless if you don't though Let's be honest, for the most part, it's cosmetic. It seems to be almost like a battle pass system if you haven't seen it. There's a free and a paid track. The free pack or the free part of the event basically helps you get different armor stat rolls. Essentially, if you're not looking for these boosted rolls, you're not really trying to do much else with this. It's just a fun little event. And people need to look at it like that rather than it being like let's be honest this isn't paid content this is free content that you can pay to have more cosmetics yes you can get a couple more kind of roles and benefits if you were to get the paid content but for us free to play players you're kind of good to go you can do whatever you want to do and you can just have fun with the event while getting some good armor rolls if you haven't been in the game for a while it's a really good thing to start You can go in, get your armor rolls straight. I mean, especially because the meta's changed recently. Used to be all about recovery, seems to be all about resilience now. Speaking of that upgrade path, it's about a thousand silver to upgrade for the cosmetics. You get an instant reward bundle and the ability to spend more tickets on additional rewards. Um, That kind of falls into that area we were talking about just a second ago. The estimated value in silver is about 3,000 silver worth of items. So. Overall, like cost effectiveness, if you're looking for cosmetics, you like the cosmetics, there's no reason not to spend the money on it according to Bungie's TWAB. The armor upgrade path is better. With the armor upgrade path being better, basically upgrades no longer use those pesky challenges. If you were a hunter main in the previous one and you had the Void melee kills, you understand what I'm talking about. Wasn't a whole lot of fun. It was actually very hard to get done. People were selling your kills, your ability didn't really do much because it just used to be a smoke bomb before Void 3.0 came out, which was nice. Another nice thing too, is that with the armor, after it's fully upgraded, you can focus two stats rather than just a single stat. You would use your ghost and reroll your stats in the hopes that you get two spikes. There will be plenty of tutorials on this. I saw AzdaCross fallout plays all those big guys have that stuff so feel free to check them out how your armor is upgraded kind of differs with this season since they're not using the challenges anymore i said the season this solstice you earn silver leaves by completing activities silver leaves are then turned into silver ash by completing the eaz activity bonfire bash and then the silver ash can be spent to re-roll your armor stats in the armor mod screen bungie kind of likes to have their multiple currencies it just seems like one of the easy ways for them to kind of go through and get this done but overall silver leaves turn to silver ash silver ash turns into rerolls for your armor kindling is the other item that's going to be used it's earned by completing the solstice event challenges and kindling is needed to upgrade each armor slot three times the first time that you upgrade an armor piece it costs one the second time it costs two and the third time it costs three the really nice thing about this system and thank you Bungie for this one you only have to upgrade your armor slot once and then it's set for the rest of the armor pieces which you get example if you were to bring your kindling up one level on your helmet all of your helmets are going to be up one level at that point you will not have to spend extra currency to get them so you don't have to worry about your rerolls and having to go through and get more kindling and things like that it carries over it's permanent on that character slot which is nice makes farming a lot less tedious as for the event itself the bonfire bash we're gonna go over the good first first and foremost it looks great the art team and the ui team did amazing i want to give credit where credit's due they killed it i absolutely love the look of the tower i love the look of the overall eaz revamp and speaking of the eaz revamp Bungie said that they were adding more floating islands and removing building barriers for maximum maneuverability super nice the islands you can kind of see them in the background right now they're a little bit more elevated towards the buildings you've got those nice little uh launchers i guess that'll kind of take you higher if you need to go across the map and things like that kind of shoots right over the buildings extremely nice quality of life change doesn't seem like it gets in the way at all. Really like it. However, that kind of leads to the bad. All the mini bosses' spawn locations are the exact same. There's three or four of them. They all spawn in the exact same place. They're very easy to spawn camp. What's really weird about the choice for the maneuverability is that they didn't put the mini bosses or many enemies at all, besides the taken spawns for the taken interference on top of the buildings. This kind of feels like a misstep to me where we could have had more engage- engagements kind of higher up requires you know more maneuverability more climbing doing what you have to do on your different subclasses to get up there and fight those bad guys like let's make use of the thing you put into the event that makes sense to me. Another bad thing is that elemental empowerment is gone from the previous seasons. This definitely feels like a step in the wrong direction to me you want the player to feel stronger and like they have an advantage and this takes away a great passive boost that we used to have we're talking you know your solar empowerment your arc empowerment your void empowerment we're just missing those like why were they not included it's it's it's, i feel like it would be something simple to carry over with void 3.0 and and solar 3.0 i mean we we would have felt amazing like we would have been extremely powerful the power fantasy would have been kept and it would have been very nice so that's another really bad thing overall if i had to give a couple of different fixes i would say increase the enemy density especially on the rooftops and change those mini boss spawns a little bit more aggressively put them on the roofs why not like we have easier access to the roofs you're not kind of making it more difficult for anybody so more aggressive spawns more enemy density. And then of course bring back the elemental power. Elemental Empowerments, they potentially could get revamped as well. You know, being void and crouching, being invisible wasn't always the best thing. I think you got a small damage bonus if I remember correctly. But regardless, any passive would have been super nice in that situation. I will say that overall I'm excited about these changes. Solstice needed a refresh in my opinion and streamlining the rewards and revamping the EAZ activity. It it was a good fix. Honestly, feel free to disagree with me. As a matter of fact, tell me what you think in the comments below. Thank you for listening, and let me know what you think. If you're listening to this on a podcast streaming platform, leave a review. It's a great and free way to help support the channel. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.